0: Why push it? Like people like go into training sessions and like do like something hurts, it's rest
1: a, it. It's a flag. Now
0: yeah. I will say, if we're in Ross's situation, dude, you got to figure it out. Like you uh, got yeah. you got to roll. Yeah, do things that don't directly hurt. But like, if your fucking shoulder hurts and you're four weeks out, like you got to go. <laughs> What is happening? Welcome back to your favorite podcast, the Gordi Podcast. I'm Justin Mahaley. And today I am joined by Pac-Man, Thomas Pakenens and the sauce boss coming up four weeks out, five weeks out. Ross Flanagan is naked. <laughs> He is naked, so you should probably turn into the YouTube right now. Hit the subscribe button. Give us a thumbs up. Leave us a review. Share us with your friends. Inside, we're going to talk a lot of bodybuilding, some gym etiquette, and just have fun with it. I'm excited if you guys have this one. But seriously, share us with your friends and subscribe to the YouTube. I'll see you inside. Peace. Ross, what was your last meal last night?
1: My last meal? Yeah. 10 egg whites.
0: Oh, that's oh okay.
1: <laughs>
0: Thomas, what was your last meal last night?
2: Oh, dude, uh, we had Pete Terry's. It was uh, you had a double cheeseburger. Yeah, double cheeseburger. Normal burger. Yeah, normal. You had fries. Yeah,
0: a whole shake, a whole shake, and half of Emily's shake.
2: <laughs> and half of her fries. And
0: half her. Is that the last thing you ate last night? Yeah. Or did you eat
2: more? That's not. No, enough. that was it. That's not enough. That's not enough.
1: No.
0: So I FaceTime Thomas. I
2: mean, I thought that was pretty
0: decent. And I was telling him a joke. One of my friends at the gym said that we walk around the gym looking like little babies or big babies yeah. because our bellies pop out like a baby's does. And she was like, "That's just how like you big guys are. Like you get so big that like your lats and your arms are out here, and like your bellies are out here. And you're just like slowly walking around the gym." And I called Thomas. I was like. <laughs> Why did she just say that we were big babies at the fucking gym? I was still offended by that today. Like I didn't. You know, and then Thomas, Thomas, what'd you say? What did you, Thomas had the funniest comeback.
2: I called her uh, a great value cabbage batch doll. <laughs> <laughs> oh That was, yeah, brand. Yeah. Man yeah. Brand.
0: That was pretty Good. fucking funny. But I asked him or Thomas was like, would you eat? Sometimes me and Thomas would call each other. Like, would you eat last? <laughs> and he's like, would you eat? I had made uh, scallops. I had like 15 scallops, like 10 pieces of bacon. I had carne asada, about six ounces of carne asada, and 450 grams of jasmine rice. And then he told me what he ate. So while we were on, I had just finished that meal. And dude, I'm so full. I Look was a like, big so fat like, baby. Yeah. So like I looked like a big fucking fat baby, apparently. So <laughs> fucking, uh, so I'm all FaceTime with Thomas. So I pull out the Ben and Jerry's. And the heavy whipping cream, or is that what it's called? The heavy, yeah, yeah heavy whipping cream. That's what I like make, <laughs> to make my milkshakes shake. with. Oh my I made God. a fucking milkshake right in front, and I just started fucking drinking it, as I do. Got to get cows two seventy five point six this morning. Though, so that's the heaviest I've weighed. But now, now, so whenever someone reaches like a high weight or a low weight, I'm like, all right, now we got to prove it. Like now you got to hit. Now you got to stay there. That's yeah. Okay. Like, are you actually two seventy five? Or did you so just Yes, yeah, so today was like an inflated two seventy five. Yeah. But if I get stay there for like a week, then like that's proven it, right? Yeah. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. I mean, I would like, say th- I would say three weeks.
0: Well, in three yeah. weeks, it's hope to be two eighty. <laughs> <laughs> At three weeks, I hope it keeps going up. True. But that's kind of that's like that's kind of how I I run things. Is like you hit a new high weight, like a big high weight. Because, like, the last thing I've been stable last like, 272. Like a three-pound jump by a decent size jump. Like, I want you to stay there. I don't want you to keep going up or else you're going to get fat. Like, I want you to stay at that 275 mark. And, like, I want to marinate in it. Yeah. And, like, let's refine in it. Let's see if Ooh. training can continue to improve in it.
1: Can I elaborate on this? I would love. So all off-season. Yeah. I did not get above 265. Okay. Literally. Yep. Not one pound over 265. Yep. Everything was going up just two sixty
0: five.
1: Yep. Been dieting for been prepping for eight weeks. I've been two fifty for yeah. like five weeks. Yeah. Every day. Two forty nine point eight was the last three days in a row. My yep. friend Beef Stew. Yep. Huge guy. Awesome bodybuilder. He looks really looks good. He looks really good. He looks
0: really good.
1: He got up to over three hundred. Damn. And we're the same weight. Yeah. And I'm in better condition yeah. than him. Yeah. I agree. So why my what what is the need to push up in this weight? Yeah, if all you're gonna do is not hold it, yeah, and then cut all the way down, there's I don't think there's so there's not there's not many positives coming out of this big push. Yep, like a law of diminishing returns. You're just getting negative side effects, by blood pressure, yeah, insulin bullshit, all that crap, health issues, pushing that weight, especially if you're just coming down.
0: But is that why we? Like, that, and that the difference between inflated and then actually being there? Yeah. Like, if you were 300, but you've lost 50 pounds in a prep, like, you weren't actually 300. There was just food in your stomach and in your bowels that wasn't moving. You had probably maybe a little too much. I don't think, He never got too fat based no. off the pictures I saw. But, like, there was probably seven, eight fucking pounds of, of shit, literally.
1: And 15 pounds of water.
0: that That's chilling in him. Yeah. It's so like, were you really 300? Like, so what I told Thomas the other day, Thomas hit. 293. 293.
2: Yeah.
0: And then I asked him, How much steps are you getting? And he was like, Not <clears> enough. <throat> and I was like, All right, so I'm getting 8,000 steps a day. If we go up to 8,000 steps a day and we stay at 293, and training's going up, and like, I mean, Thomas doesn't really have any signs of high blood, like super high blood pressure right now. He does get red when he's training, when he's pumped. He, like, I feel like your breathing's fine. Yeah. I feel like your sleep is okay.
2: Yeah. It's been so good. it's
0: like, If we bump those steps up to 8,000 and it doesn't move, like, are we 293? That's my, that's like my thought process. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And and then if we go, if we go 8,000 for like two weeks, and we're still 293, well, what, wonder what happens if like we go up to 9,000? Because, because what people don't like, dude, that's so much body weight to be moving Like the amount of energy burn at 293 pounds when you're moving around. Tell me about. (laughs) But dude, I know you go up the steps. You live on, do you live on the first floor?
2: The third floor. (laughs) No way. With no elevator?
0: With no elevator. You climb up those steps, dude. dude, You feel like trash. After leg day?
1: Yeah. Oh
0: my God, dude. That's tough. Well, fuck, we haven't trained legs in 10 days. It wasn't really that fucking. Why not? I've been hurt. He's been hurt. We both got little injuries going on. Mm-hmm. It's kind of that point of offseason season where it's like there's there's just some injuries. Mm. He's got a bum wrist. I got a my right shoulder's not good. So last night this this will be my accountability for it. Last night I texted Thomas and said, hey we really need to take a week off pressing like we have to like we're not in good situations. I like I feel like my shoulder is a bad situation. So let's just take a week off. Why push it? Like people like go into training sessions and like, dude, like something hurts, it's rest a, it. It's a flag. Yeah. Now I will say if we're in Ross's situation, dude, you got to figure it out. Like you uh, got to, yeah. you got to roll. Yeah. Do things that don't directly hurt. But like, if your fucking shoulder hurts and you're four weeks out, like you got to go, you need to figure it out. But like, we're fucking 50, you know, weeks out. Yeah. So you know, we're, something. we're, we're, we no, we're like 75 weeks out. So yeah. like, what are
1: you, are you guys doing a show before December? Next year. Uh, yeah, I'm, oh. I'm not doing anything.
0: Like nationals next year.
1: Oh, not this year. No.
0: Oh, I thought nationals you were doing this year. year. No, next year. Oh. No. Okay. You know what my goal is? I'll put it out there into the world.
1: Let's hear it. You want to be eight-time Mr. Olympia?
0: <laughs> I have realistic goals. I'm going to be eight-time Olympia coat winning coach.
2: There That's a are. realistic
0: goal for me. My goal is me and Thomas go one-two.
2: Yeah, that'd be awesome.
0: And this year, neither of us have a chance to do that. Mm. I, you know, I don't think. I mean, I, I'm looking at some of the guys in the NPC ranks that you know are shooting for nationals, and they're better than both. They, they're, yeah. they're, oh, yeah. they're gonna be They're way better than me. But like, they're, you know, they're better than Thomas. Right? They're just more complete. Yep. But man, Thomas has some freaky body parts. That it's like Thomas. I've told you this for two years too you're going to be able to turn pro with things missing, but why would we, why would, why? Yeah,
2: exactly. Because you know, then
0: just, you can't compete as a professional. Yeah. And you know, I put this on my story the other day. I think, I, I think you shared it. I know you both definitely liked it.
1: Why is there this fucking
0: rush to turn pro and do fucking what? Yeah. yeah.
1: You're, you're putting that emphasis on a pro card. Why don't you have pro level discipline, everything, accountability,
0: What's your life look like? Yeah.
1: What's your personal life look the like? The pro card is not going to be anything for you.
0: It changes, to be honest. It just, like, it kind of makes your life a little bit worse if you're not ready to, like, be a pro. Like, I think I think it's because, like, I view bodybuilding as, like, a legitimate sport. So, like, like Ross is the same as an NFL player. Like, I'm not taking financial or media um, responsibilities into that. I'm just saying Ross is a professional bodybuilder. So, there's professional football players, there's professional baseball players, there's professional cricket players. Like, you're all the same. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's different pays, there's different media exposures and things like that. But, like, when you're professional, you know, you just brought up the other day, yeah, LeBron spends a million dollars year on recovery. What is our um, equivalent of that? You know, our equivalent of that is, you know, Ross goes to bed on time, Ross hits his steps, Ross, like, that's
1: supplements, our yeah. diet, recovery.
0: There, you're getting your bloods done, tissue work. Yeah. yeah, like all that stuff. So, like, are you ready to like be that? Well, like, you know, I look at myself and like my physique's not there yet. I look at Thomas and Thomas isn't ready for that yet. So why the like, why 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 are we racing to get this pro car? It makes no sense. But most people who look like Thomas, like, oh, they're competing at Nationals because they look like Thomas. But for what? Like you turn pro and now, okay, like your glutes need to come way up, your hams need to come up, your adductors need to come up, your erectors need to be better. So everything needs, so then you have to take two years off. Everyone forgets who the fuck you are. You're yeah. not able to compete. And if you do, you get stomped.
1: That's if you accept the pro card. Right?
0: If you, yeah, that's Which it. Which that 100% true. people would. It, blessing didn't, did he? Wasn't it no. Blessing that kept denying them or turning yeah, them? Yeah, for like three times. But, but Blessing was But that, was that wasn't beating. in the NPC. It's PCA.
1: It was some, I mean, it wasn't an IFBB, anything. It was like an Ireland. PCA
0: like pays their amateurs, right? <clears throat> uh, I'm not sure. I, th- I think there was like decent money that was in that. So like, I-, I think PCA like pays their amateurs and like, that's why he was like turning it down. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Um, and like, I feel like Crizo. like guys like Crizzo and like Good Veto, like, yeah. like they're getting paid to like... um. Do you guys know why that is? Do you guys know why these other countries are able, why these athletes in other countries don't come to the
1: IFBB? Well, some of them, um, like I know in the Middle East, they're, they're in Olympic sports.
0: So they're an Olympic so sport. So they
1: literally get sanctioned by the government. Like yep. here, you get paid by the government to stay here. Yep. Like um, Kamal, uh, Kamal. Yeah. was making bank. Tons of looks. money. Yep. Everything comped just not to go through the Food IFBB. Food
0: comped, living comped everything's paid for yeah. money in the pocket the salary
1: and then yeah. winnings like everything yeah if you win these
0: shows you yeah. get yeah because bodybuilding was supposed to be an olympic sanctioned sport in the actual olympics so mm-hmm. each government um that's the, the each country's government that has olympic sports had a f- funding for bodybuilding and obviously in america like it's not funded anymore nope um but like they still Are funding these things, and there's so few people that
1: are good that they get all the money. Can I? I, We do sort of fund bodybuilding, okay, in America, but it's just the exact opposite. Okay, we try to get these people as fat as possible. (laughs) Now imagine the situation where (laughs) eating being obese was an Olympic sport, and you had like. Six of the fattest fucking Americans on stage, and they're just like under the the fucking lights, holy fuck, just glistening like just... a ham. <laughs> okay. And then there's like a rotating there's a rotating stage, so they're like a ham yeah. on a spigot. <laughs> that would be that that is what we're doing here. Watch that, yeah. Holy shit, Barbara. Five hundred and seventy-five pounds at four three. She's a, and then they, they get like the the judge. They get like a tape measure. Barbara is three hundred and sixty degrees. Hey, like they do for the steers. Yeah, they've got uh-huh. someone walking them around like they
0: do it for the steer at the at the uh, fair. Yeah, the, the fucking uh, fair. He's a legit
1: ball. <laughs> She had perfect, <laughs> perfect symmetry. Yeah. She's equal distance tall and what? what? Wa- waistline 60 <laughs> inch. Yes. <is> 60 inch waist. <laughs> and then wall. vertical 60 <laughs> inch yeah. This is perfection. She's won yeah. it six times in a row. <laughs> they just body roll body. her down the ramp. But she's being
0: pushed this year by Timothy. Yeah. 662 yep. pounds. Not perfect symmetry. No, nope, no. Nope. He's seventy-four inches tall, and his yeah. waist is only seventy-one. <laughs> Who's it going to be? <laughs> Unbelievable. What would their outfits be?
1: Oh my god, I'm thinking Deborah's got overalls for sure. <laughs> now nah, we got to see the stomach. The stomach. Yeah, they definitely the got like the slip-on shoes, where they don't got to bend over. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I would tune in. Would you watch that? Oh,
2: yeah, I'd sure. watch it for sure.
0: I should sure. be honest. That might be
1: more entertaining.
2: Than it would. Yeah. <laughs> that, Imagine the sponsors. I know, just like McDonald's, McDonald's
1: like rallies. Krispy Kreme, <laughs> and there's oh my they're, god, they're, they're
0: they're being fed Krispy cream while while yes, they're performing. It, yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable, but that would probably be more socially acceptable yeah, than like body. That's bodies. normal. Yes. I mean. That's normal. steroids.
1: Yeah. Body positivity. Yeah,
0: absolutely. It is. I just I'll pump some steroids in that. For a match, what that would do to them? They'd beef them up.
1: It would fucking destroy them. <laughs> My God.
0: <laughs> Let's talk about steroids. Okay. Big yeah. guys. Let's talk about Big them. guys. What's the most you've ever taken?
2: I think in total, we'll, we'll probably be around like 2,500, 2,700 a week.
0: I agree. Yeah. I, I've never gone I've never touched that. I think around two thousand. I was thinking for you it was around twenty five hundred.
2: Yeah. I remember
0: we did a big cycle once. Big cycle. <laughs> yeah. I think that's when it yeah. was. Yeah. 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 But your progression wasn't aligned with how much it was. So like I, it didn't work very yeah, well for you. Yeah, you know, Thomas I, has never used growth hormone. I don't know. That's intense. That's a tool. Mm -hmm. Wow. Like, when that's able to fucking come in, he's going to really go to another level. Especially in prep, man. (sighs) I know, dude. That's why I'm like, man, Thomas can be really good. Like, really good. There's a lot of tools in there.
2: Yeah. What's your favorite? What's your favorite favorite fucking PED? You know, honestly, man, I'd probably have to just say just testosterone. Mm -hmm. I agree. You know? I agree. I mean, and, and I was thinking about it. Like, to me, I think... The, the, the best, I guess, cycle would be just test and growth? That's what I was going to say. For sure. Like, I mean, why? Like, For I mean, sure. You know natural. Yeah. It's all natural. I mean, pretty much. Bioidentical. Yeah. Yeah. That's and, and that's, and yeah. And that's what I'm taking right now. I'm taking yeah. like 750 milligrams of test a week. Yeah. yeah. And I just feel great. Feel great. You know? I like
0: an oral in there, though. I yeah. will say I, I, I well, really enjoy some orals.
2: Yeah. I'm, I'll probably do like Anadrol maybe in the next few weeks yeah. or so. But, I mean why i
0: like d-ball a lot
1: bro yeah. oh god
0: i like it a lot <laughs> projectile bro. vomit instantly yeah, like for me
1: i have the um elena would always laugh when i would take d-ball yeah for like a day yeah and she'd hear me upstairs projectile vomiting in the showers <laughs> <No>!
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: what happened it just it just does not it, it just, just makes me fit. so toxic instantly no way yeah like so you just can't projectile vomit. what about anadrol I can do it, um, but, I mean, we started in this prep with 50, um, some of the Iranian stuff. You ever had that?
0: No. It's
1: legit. Um,
0: Iranian anadrome Yeah. It's different about it.
1: It's just like those, those people over there are freaks. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Um, How
0: do you, never mind. <laughs> We're not talking about that. On the podcast. <laughs> I'll save that for after the podcast.
1: Um, but same thing. It was It was too toxic for me, so I had to cut it out. No up. way. Yeah. So you don't,
0: you're not a big oral guy.
1: In My body now, I can't do like anything. Interesting. Yeah. No, like, t- I can, I'm so sensitive to toxins. Really? Yeah. Even with like
0: glutathione and the Tudka oh, and all the extract, astrag- all the, every stuff. fucking supplement. Yeah. Hey. No yeah. That sucks, dude. Does it? I don't know. i am enjoying. <laughs> people. I'm enjoying some deep ball. And obviously, I suck that bad. You're fucking making progress. Yeah. I mean, so like in a prep, you won't use windstroll You use like, oh, no, I'm good.
1: Doing that now, but definitely, okay. definitely feel the toxic, toxicity. Okay. Surely when can, you
0: when you bring a halo testing in, you really feel I it?
1: Literally just did yeah, yesterday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And instantly I was like. That was oh,
0: Coop's first day of it too. Ugh,
1: yeah. Fuck this.
0: Yeah, dude. Not fun. No. When halo comes in, it's like, so like we take halo in like a very depleted state, obviously in bodybuilding. Like, I don't know if anyone who uses halo outside of like the last, you
1: know, in weeks powerlifting
0: prep now in powerlifting yeah like they're using it you know in a different time frame uh, you know still within their preparation phase you know close to a competition but like just, they just have a lot more body fat yeah. and like they're a lot less over dieted and depleted um they think they think they're depleted it's kind of funny like go oh, of got make weeks dude, you are fucking 12% body fat. Right?
1: You had Chick-fil-A. Like yeah. Yesterday. <laughs> you, 12% body fat. You could cut 10 pounds in a day. Pretty dude, pretty I easily. literally have stories of watching. I used to work at a gym in New Braunfels and I would be on the Stairmaster getting doing yeah. prep, like looking down. Yeah. That's why I love the, the Stairmaster. You just look down at people at everyone. And, uh, powerlifters do, they're doing like 20 minute sets yeah. with three reps. Yeah. And this dude was in a, Like a scooter chair, like an office chair. Okay, would do a set and then eat Chick Fil A, and then do a set and then eat Chick Fil A. I'm like, what are you guys? This is like the exact bodybuilding is not healthy by any
2: means. No, but this is the exact opposite. Wow, of like of anything. (laughs) I've never understood that. Like, why? Why do they eat in between sets? Like, what is anything about anything? You would not do that. Like, you your body can't digest that. No. Well, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I don't
0: know. I, I've definitely seen okay. some pa- some power. There's some powerlifters training that we see and that you see every day at our gyms that, like, they're definitely not going hard enough to be in some sympathetically driven True. state.
2: Yeah, like
0: exactly. this isn't like some crazy hard thing that's like going on. And I'm not. I'm not saying that's all. Like, there's elite level, like Stacy's level of powerlifting was fucking insane. Yeah, but like, there's like some shit going on that I'm just like. You know what I get offended by? <laughs> You're not an athlete. You're not a fucking athlete. No. We were talking about this the other day. Um, something that Thomas and I love at Lyft, and like you would love it too, is like all of a sudden there's just cameras in your face. Oh yeah, <laughs> there's just cameras in your face. <laughs> it's people taking pictures and videos. Yeah. Because like you know, Lyft has such a dope media team that um, it's like constantly there, constantly doing things. There's Daniel. There's Theodore, there's Los.
2: There's you know, D, yeah. All
0: those guys, or D. Yeah. What do I call him I I don't know. Daniel's name. I just know him by D. I just D. know him by D. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel's the owner. Yeah. So um, it's like me and Thomas were training the other day, and, like, the motivation was a little bit low, but we were in there getting it done. And, like, all of a sudden there's a camera in your face, and, like, oh, fuck, like, we got to go. go. Yeah. But Thomas is like, you know how I view it is just like, if you're a Lamborghini or you're a Ferrari, I said, I'm a Dodge Viper. If you're a Ferrari. Like, why would you not? Why would you take a picture of a Honda Civic? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And it's like, it's kind of the truest thing. Yeah. That's what like an athlete is like an athlete. So like Ross is right. Yeah. Body is not super fucking healthy. Like, dude, like, we're Ferraris. Like, this shit is like really intense. Light octane. Yeah. This yeah, is
1: like, intense. Ferraris are not the safest cars. No. You can push it 250, whatever. Yeah. That's what we're trying to do here. I'm not trying to be safe. <laughs> no. And I'm not trying to be a Prius. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's like the whole like five years a lion or 100 years like yeah. a sheep or like what the fuck ever. Like, hey, dude, look, like this might be a little brass for some individuals, but like, why do I need to be 65? What do I need to be 70 years old for? Like, I want to train. I want to fuck. I want to look good. I want to make money. And like the day that those things can't really happen anymore, like
1: they stop like being optimal. What?
0: Yeah. What are what like? What am I here for? And people be like, "Oh my gosh," well, like you know, kids and like your life exposure and experience. Like you're young, and it's gonna change. Like, hey, dude, that's all fair. And maybe it does, but I guarantee it doesn't. (laughs) I'm here to be an animal. Yeah. Like, my animalistic instinct, like, I don't know, Ross, I say it all the time, like, we're sharks, dude. And, like, I don't know how long sharks live, but, like, I'm here to fucking munch.
1: I'm here to take your fucking head off. Yeah, dude,
0: I'm going to kill as many things in my way as I possibly can while I'm fucking on this earth. And, like, it's difficult because not everyone around us right now is in that same fucking boat. And it's like, right now, you're in a big proof-it period. Like if you don't get on board, then like you're 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 getting thrown over. Like we 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 can't do it anymore. We can't be around it anymore. I don't understand not operating like that. Like I want to be massive. When I walk into a gym, I want people to be like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like me and Thomas train at fucking lift. I know when you're training at factory, and there's people there on guest passes that are just like, oh my god, when the fuck is happening right here? I did. It feels so fucking good. It (laughs) It feels so good, dude. Like I love, like you're the apex predator Mm -hmm. and every gym you go into, you're just a fucking apex predator. Um, so we're talking about cycles, Ross, biggest cycle you've done.
1: Um, well, I'm going to tell you two things before I had a coach. Um, and that's my thing. I tell everyone to have a fucking coach.
0: Yeah. If you're on PEDs, you should.
1: Yeah. Well, if you want to do bodybuilding, I think you should have a coach. I think you should have a coach if you want to, you know, grow your finances, have a financial advisor, all these things, things that you're not a master in, yeah. things that you need to help have accountability. So my my thing that I preach about is like, I fucked up. I don't want you to fuck up too. Yeah, That's where wisdom, wisdom comes from doing a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Being smart comes from listening to people with wisdom. Mm-hmm. So that way you don't have to make the same fucking mistakes. So, one, hire a goddamn coach. That's good. Yeah. Okay? Biggest cycle I did before coaching, or how to coach a good coach, was I was doing, like, um, maybe a gram of tests, um, maybe 500 Tren. I think I had – A lot of Trenbale in there. I had Deca in there. Yeah. Wow. And then I had Anadrol. Okay. And my diet was completely shit. Yeah. And I was like, I need to break 225. Could not break 225, and I looked like shit at 225. Like fucking fat and soft. Um, right. How old are you? 5'8. 5'8,
0: 225, fat and soft. That's not a good look.
1: No, and it was delusional too. It was like, yeah. oh, I'm, you know. You
0: actually looked like a big baby.
1: Yeah. Like, <laughs> the, puff, the puffy cheeks, everything. Ooh. Stuff that I don't advise now. I've been there, yeah. Um, And I, you know, I was, t- I looked like that for a while. Yeah. Um, now, Right now, this cycle, so that people think cycles uh little asterisk here the bodybuilding community and i I blame a lot of the forums and all everything online everything is like set here's a cutting cycle here's a uh bulking cycle not weird eight eight weeks this twelve weeks this that is the worst thing you can do it's not real it's not real and you you need to take an inventory of your body, yeah, assess what's going on, assess all these these metrics and biofeedback markers and everything. You can't mm-hmm. just put a, Hey, I'm cutting. I need to do this, 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 this for this. So like right now my coach understands that cause he's all amazing. Yeah. So there's peaks and valleys, you know, we push, we pull back, we push yep. right now. It's, it's high. It's the last four weeks of my first show that yeah. I'm really trying to nail. Um, and test is at uh, 1350. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's been consistent. That's what i really love like around the 1200
2: 1500
1: mark yeah uh mass at six um trend just got bumped up a lot to one of 50 every other day yeah. um and usually it was a at, lot of trend I, I loved it at 25 every other day yeah that's my i was like yeah this is nice yeah this is nice um and then fucking th- three orals at uh 50 Winstrol, 50 anivar and 20 halo okay uh, a bunch of proviron, um
0: tons of pro- i love provirin.
1: yeah um i run
0: proviron real high
1: so what is that maybe like 2500 milligrams yeah something like that yeah 23 maybe something like that
0: but you're four weeks out from a professional bodybuilding
1: show. yeah like, yeah that's not from not from uh you know me being 21 years old <laughs> and being 175 pounds. not knowing how to train diet, yeah. anything no so that's, that's the part, you know, people will see this and there's going to be guys that I call them, you know, Sarm goblins. Yeah. Like, oh, that's how we got this big. Like, no, that's not how I got this big, dude.
0: <clears throat> Consistency is how Consistency we
1: got this big. on yeah. diet, training, sleep. Yeah. Everything else besides PDs. Yeah. And then yeah. you have to get to my level. Like I've been competing since I was 26. Yeah. Last since 28 is when I like 28 to 32. That's when I like really decided to go yep. all in. Yeah. Like uh, really push it, really push it. And then there's increments. You can't just go zero to a hundred or zero to trends. No. I call it like you have to graduate, graduate. I have to lose reassess. Okay, I need to do this. Reassess, lose reassess.
0: I like the graduation thought process. Yeah. We've talked about yeah. that before. It takes a long time to learn how to bodybuild. Mm-hmm. And most people who think they know how to bodybuild aren't close to knowing how to bodybuild.
1: So, um, <laughs> I had this new sign up, Shane, if you're watching, Shane is better be
0: fucking watching. It's a grow or die podcast. The
1: fuck else? He's 18 years old. Hell yeah. 18. I'm 32. Yep. He gets his plan and he like goes crazy over the training. Yeah, I can't do this. Like, this is not what I, this is not what I enjoy. I want to do the top set back offset. Like, I'm like, dude, you're 18 years old. Okay. And I'm, I'm trying to be, you know, I'm, I'm being a a support system. I'm like, you don't have anything to show. Yeah. You don't know what you're, you don't know anything. You're clueless. You're clueless. I've been doing this 10 years plus longer than you have. Yeah. You've been reading online and listening to people on on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Like you do not know how to bodybuild. You have no idea. You have no clue. And
0: I guarantee at 18, the training effort is nowhere. The pain threshold, the training effort, the mental toughness is nowhere near being able to do top off top and back off sets. Dude, you need to like go to a very dark place. In a very deep part of your brain.
1: And sorry to go on a tangent here. The the whole back offset and the reps in reserve thing. Yeah, I'm not sure what that the fucking is. So, I think the the application or the theory is there. However, the application is not. Majority of the people that are preaching these things already do reps in reserve. Their entire set is a bunch of reps in reserve. Yeah. No, you know where it came from. You know where this started? No.
0: Jansen with
1: Nick. Okay.
0: After Nick lost USAs. Okay. It might have been with Dallas, but I know for a fact it was with Nick. And Jansen's talking about top sets in this rep range of maybe six to nine. And then this back off set in a rep range of maybe plus 10 or 10 to 15 or something. I might have the, the, the numbers there wrong. But Jansen started doing that and talking about it openly. And obviously, you know, he's had, you know, these bodybuilders, some massive followings who are able to kind of push his messaging, his signaling a bit here. And Dallas McCarver was like a top 10 guy in the world at the time he passed away. He had been bodybuilding for a very, very, he was bodybuilding in high school. He was actively bodybuilding in high school. With
1: drugs and everything. With drugs and everything. Yeah.
0: Walker, I, I, I mean, sa- same situation. Like Walker's first show, he was like 17 or 16 or something. Mm-hmm. Like he was actively bodybuilding in high school. Like, like actually doing bodybuilding, not just like working out and like eating some protein. Competing. He was actually he was- body. Now, I don't think Walker was on PDs then, but like he was actively bodybuilding in high school. Like these guys are doing like these top-off or these top and back off sets and stuff like that. But, dude, like, they're really experienced in their training. Like, fucking Walker just got set He got second at USA's at the time that Jansen really started pushing us talking about it. At least when I started, you know, really paying attention to it. Like, you're a really fucking good bodybuilder if you got second in the super heavyweight class at USA's. So like this isn't some eighteen year old Joe Schmo, and it's like you know, no no like no shade to that guy, but it's like I remember being eighteen. And I thought I knew some shit. Mm-hmm. Man, I really thought I knew some shit, and I thought what I was doing was super good. And at, at eighteen, I dude, you can do anything and progress. But if you, if you go all in on a diet, if you go all in on training, if you really learn how to do this right, and you have a good coach your progression can be very PED-like without any PEDs at all because you're so fucking young. Your body's threshold of what you've experienced, your stress (laughs) threshold is so fucking low Mm -hmm. that the things that are stressful now, if they happen to fucking Ross at 32 or Thomas at 37, it it wouldn't even be a factor. It wouldn't even, it would be a fucking P. But like that's where the stress response of like a young kid is. But dude, the younger you are within reason, and like you hire a good coach, you actually start doing this. Oh my goodness, dude. Like you're going to get a fuck ton out of this. You're going to get really far ahead. And then, you know, you've been bodybuilding for a couple years. You've, you know, a few years, you've really gone all in, you've proven yourself. And then you bring fucking PDs into the mix. If that's where your trajectory is, dude, like you're really setting yourself up for something in the sport, mm-hmm. but you know, what I dislike about taking people that young on is this like, I'm going to build this fucking foundation. I'm going to build this huge foundation. We're going to work together for three years. And then you're going to, you're going to be 21 and you're going to fucking want, you're going to be chasing the next stimulus and chasing the next high because like, dude, when you're working, when you work with someone for three years, your feedback shouldn't be super long. It shouldn't be this. Like you guys know each other. Like literally like, I have some clients who've been me that long and you know, it's, it's very individual, Like There's some athletes been me four or five years and I know that they need response, but like Brooke Dutch is one that come to mind. Dude, we've been together for so long. We've won overalls in bikini and stuff like that. And it's like, she could send me a check in. I could say, we're good. And they like, should be all right. It doesn't matter. Right. That's you've been with someone for three fucking years. Yeah. Like that's kind of where it should be. Like, you've been with someone that long. There can even be times where it's like, hey, coach, I'm chilling. Like, I don't think I need to send a check-in right now. Like, are you cool with it? Like, I'm chilling. I'm making progress, whatever. Like, you should be on that level. When you get there with someone, that's when you're in a special place. Mm -hmm. When the feedback is long and it's intense and there's a lot of things to fix, like, that, you're learning. And you know how many, I'm like, I'm done doing it and I tell anyone who comes in. Um, I got this guy who I really like a lot. Tanner, the guy who you sent me his podcast the other day, who was like, who um, said like my podcast is one that he really learns from. He signed up with me. Um, Yeah. He sent me a real nice message. He was like, he said he was listening to a podcast where I talked about how John Meadows was such a role model in my life and all these things. And he was like, when I heard you talking about that, um, like that, like, that's how I feel about you. And I was like, oh, fuck, dude. That one, that hit deep. That hit real, like, John Meadows was like that guy to me. So we're starting to work together, and I told him, I was like, look, I don't want to build you up and make you this thing. Like, just for you to be like, all right, you know, like, next shiny thing. Like, we're three years away. We're two, we're really, I would say we're like 18 months away if we're all in. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: I don't want to get through 18 months. I don't want to build you up. I don't want to make you this fucking thing. Like, like the men's physique guy that I had in India. I turned him from a dud mm. to a motherfucking stud. And now he wants to like train like in person with the team. And I'm like, who the fuck are you hiring in India? That's even close to this caliber. But like, hey, good luck, buddy. Like when you try to come back, the rates are 600 a month. Like everyone else is paying. So I don't know how you're going to you know, with the conversion. I don't know how you're going to do that. So I told this guy, look, I don't want to build you just for you. To go somewhere else. Like this is going to take a while. And he's in it. He's in it for the long haul. That would be my best advice to a young person. Yeah. like, dude, Who do you look up to? Because a person you look up to is a person you're going to be accountable for. Yep. Like, do you look up to Ross? You look up to Thomas? I've been with
1: Dom for five years, man.
0: Yeah, dude. Five years. Like, you look up to me. Like, hire a person you look up to who's doing it. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't need to hire this coach with, like, like, you don't need to hire me because I've worked with Olympians. There's not. If you're 18, there's not a difference between any three of us in this room. Yeah. Of what we can give you. It's about what you can give us because if you look up to us, if you follow our word, you're gonna get
1: fucking results based off that. Yeah. Period. At that level, it's literally just consistency. It's like consistency. Following the plan, yeah. And not fucking off and drinking beers you yeah. know, every other week and skipping your diet. Yeah. Like right now, that's that's how you bodybuild right now. Yes, yeah. in, in this time. Yeah. When you get higher up, you know, national level yeah. pro status, then it's those skill set with the coaches that yeah. know how to tweak sodium yeah, or potassium yeah, or Peds Use diuretics yes.
0: and what Peds, and where yes. to push and where to pull and where to like, that's where it matters. Oh,
1: this it. is a great topic. I think yeah. cause I know, I don't know if you, if you get this, I get a lot of clients sign up <clears throat> with me from coaches from, from clients that sign up with coaches like that. Yeah. And they just, they don't get any, any coaching from them. Yeah. I'm like, cause you're, you're signing up with them. Yeah off like false pretenses. Yep. Like he's not,
0: who is your co This is a big thing for me. I, I I hate saying this cause it's going to directly attack some friends of mine, but like the reality is Thomas. and I talked about this the other day and Thomas gave me a really cool compliment, which I super appreciate. And a lot of people have said and noticed. like who have I got? That's a fucking stud. No one, but I have a lot of studs. You know how fucking hard that shit is. You know, fuck, who's hired me that's just like this person? Mm-hmm. That's just this fucking God. Who's your coach post? I post everyone.
1: Who has I has your coach taken from shit to- And who is
0: your coach taken from shit to fucking literally Olympia? Yep. Like literally from terrible to Olympia stage. Who's, you know, who's done that? And like, if, who's your coach posting? Your coach posting the same three or four people all the fucking time? Well, it's real fucking easy and convenient to post those fucking individuals, right? I like having a vast array of skill sets. I'll take 50-year-old post-menopausal having some SIBO issue. I'll fix you and get you on stage and turn yeah, you pro. Yeah. I'll take fucking 22-year-old freak of nature, bodybuilder, and God knows what I would do with that. Because mm-hmm. I fucking turned shit into fucking wine so many times. And it's like, that's what I want to fucking see. Yeah. That's why I like Dom. hmm I see Dom take these. I told him that on the podcast. I was like, I see you take some fucking people from mud and turn them into winners.
1: That don't
0: belong there at all. And like I have on my Instagram, I have three transformations pinned and no, no three of those people are my best athletes. No three of those people are in my top 20 best athletes. But those three are people that had no fucking business being anything whatsoever. And like, I'm not saying I turn them into something Our work turn them into something. And like, I want to see that. Like, it's real easy to hire people who like have all these Olympia guys, <clears throat> super easy to hire them. They're going to gauge you out the fucking ass for your, your money. And you're going to think that you're going to get these kind of results. And they're not even going to be coaching you. Nope. It's real difficult. To take someone from fucking trash to a winner. And, and like, that's where I feel like talent is, but it just takes buy-in dude. It, like it takes a lot of fucking buy-in. Ross brought up a topic that I want to hear your guys' views on. I asked the TM girls uh, in a recent podcast, like, "What do you think, Thomas? What do you think good bodybuilding is? Like, what what is a metric, a benchmark, a goal? Like, what's good bodybuilding
2: look like to you?" Uh, good bodybuilding looks like um, making it a priority. Um, not so much like over your relationship, but, you know, um, not cheating on your diet, mm. making sure you get your steps, um, like making, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. make like, you know, you're car, doing cardio with intent, not yeah. just getting on there and, and doing it for 20, 30 minutes and yep. say, I did cardio. yeah, You know, I feel like your cardio session should be just as intense as your workout is, mm-hmm. um, yeah you know just really checking off all the boxes what's what's training look like
0: for you a good good bodybuilding training people cuz people don't know people don't know what like good training looks like like if you see someone in the gym like practicing good bodybuilding
2: i would say someone that like it, it's not so much heavy weight mm-hmm. you know or it's fancy movements is like you can tell when someone like really gives it their all you know, and I think that I really admire that. And there, and there's a there's quite a few people, um, guys and girls at Lyft, that I've yep. seen that. I was like, wow, you know, that's that's yep. impressive. You know, yep. they really want this. Just an effort component. Yeah.
0: I don't need things to be perfect. Like I posted on my story yesterday. I was like, it's funny watching these <clears> fucking <throat> little tiny individuals fucking arguing with each other about what that's ranges. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's what you're supposed to. We're, what, what fucking angle to work their tiny little muscles through? We're arguing over rear fucking delts. Dude, no way we fall. Me and Dom had a conversation about this in DMs yesterday. You know how, like, we all learned? We went on the forums and the shit was brutal in there. Like, we were, not we, I wasn't involved. They were arguing about legitimate things. John Meadows was in there. Matt Porter was in there. Dante Trudell was in there um Scott Stevenson was in there arguing. Andrew Barry was in there. Yeah. Shane was in there arguing about shit. People who've like done this, people who've produced. And now we got these like little tiny boys talking about no, the rear delt has to be you, fuck you. <laughs> Sit down and train your fucking rear delts. Grab the machine and pull it apart. As hard and as high effort and as nasty
1: as you possibly fucking can, but that's not optimal. You know, I'm having yeah. uh three R.A.R. um, and, and their then, size medium shirts that they're recording. Content well, no, in. it's a size, it's an over large, it's an oversized tank <laughs> because they have no muscle. There's no when they really <laughs> just should be wearing a medium shirt, yeah. but in reality, that's still oversized, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like hit three hundred grams of protein in one day,
0: and then like let's fucking talk about it, dude. Like I don't understand these people, but what's difficult is like like we were all like young kids in this sport, being exposed to these like forums that it was like oh my god, like this is really intense, and like now young younger people almost discredit you when you're big. Because like, it's unachievable. It's unrealistic. It's out of touch with them. Whereas the three of us were looking at big guys. Like, like I'm not there, but I'm gonna get there. Like, I'm gonna give this hell. I remember being 20. I remember being in college surfing these forums and like, dude, I was a hundred. I was still running college track. I was like 150, 160 pounds reading these things. And I was like, I'll get there. Like, I'll give it. Like, I remember being, I remember thinking about the exact position I'm in. Now I like, did all like be 30 and I'll be pretty big. Like, it's just—it was just going to happen because I was going to make it happen, and I was willing to give it that. And like kids now, like they gravitate towards these little tiny dudes talking about this little tiny fucking muscles that they want to train. And now, and then they go into the gym and they're set up perfectly on this lat row, and they're initiating the lats so hard and slow, not letting anything <laughs> and move. And then, uh, and then triggered like trigger it go, warning down and and, and, and they fully stretch and then they reset their scapula. And it's like, no fucking way. Like we did seven reps in a time. It took them to do fucking one and they're using 60 pounds to try to not let anything else move. Just their lat. Like that's not fucking training, dude.
1: So, this is so funny, dude. You're nailing. This is spot on by the way. So bef- when I got into bodybuilding, I was like, 20 ish. Yeah. We didn't have this kind of social media where this like abundance of information, all kinds of information, shitty information, good information, totally different time. All I knew. And my friends knew was one concept Yeah, to work as hard as possible. Probably what, like on the spectrum of like too hard. Yeah too hard overdoing overdoing things when I was a little kid, that's what I was doing. That's all I knew how to I do was overdoing it. Now we have now this side of the spectrum where they don't even work hard at all. And they overthink, overanalyze themselves into paralysis where they have no gains. I think bodybuilding is with everything in life is more conservative right in the middle of the spectrum. Yeah. You, once you need to learn how to do this, Yeah. you need to learn that. Yeah. So that way you're set in the middle and say, okay, for the next three weeks, I'm going to go here. And then pull back Yep. here and yep. then pull back. But if you spend all of your spectrums or all your time in either side of the spectrum, yep. dude, you're going to get either no results or yep. no results and injuries. Yep.
0: Dude. I agree hundred percent with that. T and I were talking about that recently. Yeah. We're We're like kind of in a phase of training where it's kind of all straight sets. Now, like we just came out of a brutal intensifier run where we were working up to at one point, like we were doing seven, eight intensifiers a day brutal hard just nasty and now we have some entries piling up so now we're going back to straight sets and we're we're we dropped the load oh yeah we're focusing very much so on the intention and then the next time we go up into one of those crazy runs we're going to carry the intention that we're learning right now into the heavier loading and it's going to get us further than just the heavy
2: loading yeah and especially itself. with yeah especially with the dumbbells that we were doing like, yeah like we are doing 150-pound dumbbells for 20 to 25 reps, yep. you know, uh, for chest. And the thing is, is um, like at some point, that sh- it just doesn't really do anything. It's just cardio. Yep. Yep. So now we're down to 125-pound dumbbells. For like 10, 12 for reps. For like 10 to 12 reps. Yeah. But the the connection and just like how brutal it is is, is far more. So I guess in a sense that training um, – the way we did with 150s allows us to train the way we can with 125s. 125s.
0: But then the next time we work up, we're going to be able to hit those 150s for maybe 15, you know, in the 15 to 20 rep range, Yeah. but with more intent than we had in the 2025 rep range. And then, you know, we'll work it up and we're hitting 20 consistently again. We'll drop back down. We'll repeat the process. Like it's just, it's constant refinement. Mm -hmm. People think progression looks like this. I was just having a conversation with one one of my guys today about that. Like he hit the 120s for like 12. I was like, okay, I want to stay here. I want to beat 12. But then after your next time, I want to pull down to 95 pounds. You know how humbling that is. He's at 120s now and he's going <clears> to <throat> drop down to 95 pounds. And we are going to focus on your triceps and your delts being as relaxed as possible. And your chest literally driving this entire contraction with just 95 pounds. And he's going to get more out of that then he has the 120s for...
1: Or the 130s.
0: But you still have... Yeah. Or his current trajectory is now we're doing 135s for fucking 14, and it's just anterior delt, tricep focus, right? And he, But he's going to be able to rework back, you know, 95, super intentional, 100, super intentional, 105, super intentional, and work back into the 120 range, and we're going to have really fucking good and intentional reps there, and his physique is going to show it, and it's going to improve so much. I also posted on Instagram recently about RDLs. Like if most of you really focus your RDLs with intent, you could use 33% less load mm-hmm. than you are right now. Dude, in bodybuilding, like our goal there, there's a time to push this strength because you have to have that strength foundation to move fucking load. Like, but our goal should be getting the absolute most out of the absolute least based off of contractile quality. And I think, you know, people will watch even just Thomas and I even Ross training with all this load and then like they want to do that and like they want to get to that point but like they're doing it to chase a number mm-hmm. like we want to do it to chase this intentional focus of I want to train my chest harder or I want to train my lats harder and and we're we're hitting these big number what people think are big numbers to us everything we do is unimpressive but like what what people thinks big numbers, but with this unbelievable intent and it's like there's too much moving load and there's too much just like going about things like being perfect and, 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 you know, parallel and perpendicular and the angles and all this stuff. The end of the day, like I'm much more aligned with how Branch Warren trained. I'm not I'm not saying that's how I want to train, but I'm saying I'm much more on that end of the spectrum. This fucking end of the spectrum like these motherfuckers don't they haven't learned effort. And you know, what's funny, I also, I feel like it's trickling down into sports. Um, it's like the science that's gotten into sports of like a team's tendencies or a players' tendencies and all that stuff. And like now in sports, is so science-focused. The kids are so science-focused that these coaches' jobs, it's like, make, like hey, we need to go really hard. Mm-hmm. Like the average football plays five seconds. All I need for you to do is know your job for five seconds and do it as hard as you possibly can. Like we can be thinking about science or tendencies, we need to be thinking about locking onto your man and not allowing him to beat you in a one-on-one situation, right? And, like, there, there's just not enough of that competitive drive. I feel like it's been so dummied down because, like, we have science on our side. And, like, you know, my caffeine post is still blowing up and everyone's telling me how much of an idiot I am and it's awesome. Why
2: are they saying <clears throat>
0: Um, because like science has said that, um, you know, caffeine is, uh, vasodilator and stuff like that. And I'm like, you know, what's funny and Emily does great at her job. Like, cause I want this, I want, I want this to be clickbaity, yeah. but the context of the conversation was I was talking about overutilization of caffeine the vasoconstriction. No, they're talking about vasodilation. There are studies out there that say it's, it, it promotes vasodilation. It's not real. That's not so like, that's I know that, no, that, that that's not how it works. That's <laughs> not like, how sorry,
1: works. Good, There's also studies that say caffeine's not a diuretic.
0: There's yeah, that's true. There's also studies say that I shouldn't say that on the podcast. I'll get banned. Um, because but like that certain shots that we're taking don't have negative yeah. side effects. Yeah. <laughs> like, like there's studies for all these things and these little fucking tiny 130 pound dudes are coming on telling me I'm wrong. And I'm like, I don't care if I am wrong. What I care about is the fact that you're 130 pounds. So no matter what I say, if it's fitness related, I'm right. And you're wrong. Cause you have nothing to fucking show for it. And it's funny. Cause like all these really good coaches and bodybuilders are in there agreeing with me. And they're these fucking Harry Potter looking motherfuckers that are all there. Like you're wrong, but science, like, dude, I can find you science. that says whatever I want to find science to say. Oh yeah. There's a,
1: there's a funny, um, like real, same exact thing. It's yeah. like, I don't know what to believe anymore. Uh, caffeine causes blindness. Type it in to Google. Yeah. You can find it. Dude. And then you caffeine improves it. vision. Which yeah. one is it? You can literally find anything creatine yeah. causing issues. Like, creatine dude, causes mental health issues. Creatine improves mental creatine's health. Creatine's
0: like literally a thing in our body that our ATP uses that are
1: like yeah, it's very hot clips in our food that we eat.
0: It's unbelievable. Like how, the way that people operate. But you know what's funny? What it's shown me like caffeine's a drug. Right, when you attack someone's drug of choice, they get fucking mad. Mm -hmm. They get angry. Like they are the cognitive dissonance to look for confirmation bias and only confirmation bias is extreme, dude. I love caffeine more than anyone. I love coffee. Like that's literally my best friend. Like coffee and Peyton, those are my best friends. Missing a cup of coffee right now, (laughs) dude. After, after used, we're done here, you know, I'm, I'm on two more podcasts today and I'm like, I'm, I can't take Adderall today. I took it the last four days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <would> be good. <laughs> yeah too, <so laughs> like I, I'm relying on caffeine today, fam. And like, I, I love it, but like people don't do anything with their day and they're just drinking caffeine it, yeah. all day. Like, dude, I'm on three podcasts and I have like 50 check-ins today. And I probably have hundred training videos today. Like the only way I can show up for every single responsibility I have is by being really simulated for it. And, and, and my issue, you're attacking people's drug of choice, their favorite drug. But why don't I get the same response when I'm talking about sleep? Why don't I get the same response when I'm talking about stress mitigation? Because people don't want to focus on the shit that actually matters. They want to focus on their cognitive dissonance. like, no, caffeine is good. It gives me energy. Remember someone fucking said that yesterday, and I was like, how does it give you energy then? Yeah, exactly. Energy comes from calories, and caffeine, coffee is five. (laughs) Food gives you energy, not fucking caffeine. And then, of course, I explain why he thinks caffeine gives him energy because mm-hmm. it promotes wakefulness and alertness through blocking the adenosine receptors. And there was no response because I'm like, they dude, you guys are talking so far out of your pay grade. <laughs> I don't know everything. But man, I know more than these fucking haters on Instagram.
1: unbelievable. <laughs> the, the one thing i I, I love is you, literally ninety percent of the people in the gym they they like going going uh, uh, towards the what makes a good bodybuilder or whatever. Bodybuilding. Every ninety percent of the people walking into the gym aren't on a aren't on a uh, like a goal oriented meal plan. No, usually snacking on something as they're walking in, like a stupid <laughs> protein brownie, protein cookie. Linian and Larry's something of that nature. that it's good, and then. <laughs> Then they're drinking bangs and energy drinks yep. during their workouts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I've never understood that. How like, stupid
0: why? is that? Carbonation in your stomach yeah. while you're training.
1: I see them all, like the little cans. Yeah, all over the gym floor. Yeah, like you guys don't know anything about anything, and they're like, they're they're just drinking them to drink. Them. <laughs> I know, I know. Like, I, there's are, no purpose for them to drink dudes them. that are overweight, yep. like, over fat, like you don't need energy. You have the energy underneath your shirt.
0: You have what so you, much energy on
1: you you're that storing you stored it. over time. Oh, yeah. Think about that. What? You have so much fat. Your body's like, Well, what do we do with it? <laughs> yeah. We have too That's much. That's a
0: hilarious point. Like Ross needs energy. Ross yeah. doesn't have any fat on him yeah. right now. Like if you're over fat and under muscled, you have energy. Like it's on you. <laughs> It's right there. Like you need to put it to use. Like put down the caffeine. Oh my gosh, the, the one today was about listening to, like classical music or no music and shit on the way to and from the gym. People like you, you're 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 overcomplicating this. I'm like, dude, I'm just saying, save your adrenaline for your fucking sets, dude. I'm, I'm no music on the way to the gym now. Uh, yeah.
1: And dude, I hate you for this, by the way. What? Since so you? No, fuck you. You're welcome. No, fuck you, bro. I know you love me. I no, love I you don't. too. Let me. Let me, let me, let me, let me. <laughs> since you brought up the honking of the horns <laughs> so i'm yeah. i don't listen to any music now yeah yeah cuz i'm so stimulated all day Yeah, i'm like in my car windows down here and then i hear the <laughs> i'm like what the I fuck i literally get so mad why what did that even do yeah. it did nothing it is the most obnoxious yeah. Yeah. noise with yeah. no intent it doesn't do anything nothing nothing
0: I view it the same as I do like yelling or outbursts or slamming a cabinet like you just lack emotional control yeah like have some fucking control over yourself and like realize like dude you know what everyone else is texting and driving too they're probably looking at their phones they're gonna figure out in just a second like (laughs) now if someone's there for like three or four seconds they haven't moved I'll give them a little a little burp you know but like you're like, like what in the fuck was worth it? Nothing was, and people like getting mad at someone. Imagine like getting mad at someone that like, you just have no clue what they're I
1: experiencing. Funniest. Thing.
0: What if, you know what I say real quick? You know what I say? It's Hanlon's razor. It's, I, I did a podcast on this years ago. Hanlon's razor is giving people the benefit of the doubt. What if this person who I'm about to honk at just got a faceline from their sister saying their mom died? Yeah. That's Hanlon's razor. And now you're here. Fuck you. Like, yeah, fuck you. And it's like, dude, she just got a call that her fucking mom just died. Like that's Hanlon's razor. And the reason I abide and love Hanlon's razor is because, dude, like all three of us are going through some shit that no one else knows about. Not even our partners know about it. We're all working through shit. That's like deep rooted, that's happening in real time that we probably couldn't even bring up in conversation because it's so traumatic, but it's happening in real time right now that we're trying to handle and work through. And like we're all like happy, like we're all chilling. Like we're all like in okay spots. Imagine what these people are fucking going through. Like we all have outlets. We have training to give. We have friends. Like imagine what the person next to you is going through. What were you gonna say?
1: Oh, just a little story time. So This is actually, oh my God, it was last Wednesday Yeah, because I was going to, uh, shameless plug, Evo Performance, Kevin, I think Guadalupe Street, uh, amazing tissue guy. So the the route takes me through um, UT campus. And if you guys are watching me, I'm pretty docile right now. Yeah. Relaxed. Okay. So I am driving and I get to a crosswalk. Yeah. I am stopped at this crosswalk. Yeah. There's two UT teenagers, yeah, students walking across, and clearly they're Nazi liberals. Yeah. This is Nazi liberal <laughs> Nazi stomping ground.
0: Okay. I know what you mean when I drive through UT's campus. I'm like, wow.
1: What are you guys signing wow. up for? Yeah. And what are you guys gonna blow up? Yeah. Okay. So they're walking, they're walking, they're not together, but they're walking next to each other, yeah. like staggered. They're crossing the street with their faces yep. in their phones. Yep. I'm relaxed, and I just give them a little beep. Yep. Like, hey, if I wasn't a dick, I could have ran you over. Yeah. I'm going to little animate this real quick. You guys better be watching on YouTube. Okay, This is both of them in perfect <laughs> sync. Okay? <laughs> Damn it, Thomas. Dude, my bad, my bad. <laughs> so
2: there, I'm, I'm like this. Okay? Give them a little beep, beep.
1: Just a little beep. Because, hey. Like, you're walking across the street with, like
0: this. You could have given him a bump.
1: Yeah. Here? Beep? I swear to God. They snap their heads up. No. Fuck you! <laughs> Both of them! <laughs> Fuck you! I'm like, oh my God. It's, this, is, this is over. We're it's done. Un, it's un, We're so this done. is how it ends. I honked at you because I care about you. Because you're walking across the street... Completely oblivious yeah. to your yeah. fucking reality. Yeah. Yeah. You could have got hit by a car. Yeah, they have no idea. And you snap else your neck this. and say, "Fuck yeah. you." <laughs> so, did you do anything? No, I'm just. I'm, like, just, I'm literally just sitting there. this. Uh. <laughs> Imagine
0: if Ross gets out of the car and you fucking flick him yeah. off. <laughs> sorry, sir. <laughs> dude, I
2: pull, sorry. Yeah. I pull up here. Uh, I pull up earlier. Yeah. And, uh, I see Ross walking. Yeah. I was like, dude, I wouldn't fuck with that guy. <laughs> Me and like, Thomas dude. talk about
0: this lift. <laughs> we were talking yeah. about lifts yesterday. You remember that?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: all right. Like, not to be a dick. But if I'm like four weeks out from a show and I need a machine, I'm getting that machine. Yeah, It's not that my training session is more important than yours. It's that the, at the bare minimum, we're going to work in together and you're going to give up and you're going to
1: go to another machine because of whatever I'm doing is just well, hold on. Can I pause you real quick? Yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah. That's not your gym. Yeah. Factory is not my gym. Yeah. That's not your, that's not your gym. That's not your machine. Yeah. Fucking share the equipment. Yep. Share the fucking equipment. Get the equipment. fuck off. Yeah. Stop sitting there. Yeah. And stop, stop sit- acting get like get only off you your can phone. use it. Dude. Do you remember the girl in the hack squad? Oh my God. They sit there. They do a set. They sit there on their phone. I'm like. On the machine. Yeah. on awesome. In the machine. The on your phone. fucking machine. Yeah. You are not training at all.
0: If I'm sitting at the gym, I'm headphones off and making it very certain that like, yeah, you can definitely ask me for this. It's very approachable. These people are buried. And they're on, they're just leaning against the fucking machine in their fucking phones. And it's like, dude, what are you doing? Like, t- snap into it.
2: And then, I mean, I get it if if you're responding to a text or something. But, like, these Gotta people be will be scrolling through Instagram like, I'll, I'll or Facebook. Them. And yeah. it's like, on the like box, you know, like, show like, some yeah. respect. Man. 100%. Like, they're like playing chess. Yeah, yeah dude. While they're training.
0: Okay, so I was like, look, I'm four weeks out from, like, I'm getting this machine. Like, whatever machine I want. And I was like, there's just like a gym hierarchy. It's like, it's like unspoken rules that like clearly like we're all competitive bodybuilders. Like our profession is inside of the gym. So no, my workout's not more important than anyone. This is how we make our money though. I'm the same way with semi truck drivers on the fucking road. If you need to get over and I can let you over, I can stop and let you over. This is your job. So we all, the road is all of ours, but you're making your money right now. So I'm going to let you over. Right. And people have a huge issue with that, but like we're clearly making our money. It's clear What we do. And I told Thomas, I was like, there's luckily at Lyft, like yeah. it's a very cool community. Everyone loves Thomas and I, they love that we're there. Like we can work in with anyone, do it, whatever. But I was like, imagine if Ross came in here right now, like if I was using a piece of equipment, oh, yeah. Ross yeah, I mean, it. have like, it. Yeah, it's yeah. yours, bro. You'd have, for you're have sure. clearly prepping yeah. for a show. <laughs> yeah. And like, I'm 70 weeks out. So there's definitely other things I can do right oh, now. I do wanna, but <laughs> I
2: feel like this is a simple unspoken rule. <laughs> I mean, yeah, shared. I agree. I mean, just, the Just big respect. guys get yeah.
0: precedent. Like, for real, the big guys Can get precedent. I do precedent.
2: story? Yeah. yeah. go ahead. Sorry. We got three
0: minutes.
1: got, got full story. Or uh, At Gold's Gym, BK, fuck that gym. Gold's Gym, BK, fuck, <laughs> fuck you, you guys, you. corporate sluts. Okay? <laughs> so I am doing a, a, a hoist chest press yeah. warm-up. Um Bottle there. Place marker. You know, yeah. I'm on the machine. Yeah, Do a set. Do a lap. Yep. Okay. I come back and old fuck. seven year old yep. is doing this. And then just like that. yeah, Okay. Yep. Hey, can I work in here? you know, my stuff there. Yeah. Okay. Do it. Do it again. He gets back on the machine. Yeah. Does this again. Yeah. Okay. This is the third time. Then he starts looking at me, giving me fucking attitude. I'm like, you're about to die. <laughs> I love how Ross words. <laughs> and I don't, I don't even, I like look at him like, Connect the dots here, buddy. I'm doing a set. I get up. I walk. Yeah. When I'm walking, go do your set and then, then get, get the, the fuck, fuck up. up. <laughs> this is not yeah. your gym. No. It's not my gym. No. We're sharing this machine. Yes. Yeah. A gym is a
0: shared yes. space.
1: Yes. The the bottle is here to say, yep. hey, someone is working here. Yep. But it's not mine. I don't own it. Yeah. Feel free to work in.
0: A hundred percent.
1: But get the fuck up. Yep. After you're done. Yep. You're fat. You need to walk. You I'm need distracted. to walk. Look at what I'm doing yeah, here, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> Get some more steps in.
0: <laughs> Wake up. I, I agree. Yeah? I could not oh, possibly God. agree more. I, I It's like unspoken rules of gym etiquette. We should do a podcast on unspoken rules of gym etiquette. Oh, yeah. That'd Another be a one. really. I, I'm Let's not
1: going to give you all the details. Let's hear tell you off. I'll tell you off air. Um, there's a new one. Yeah. Uh, people uh, biting the machines at gyms. Oh,
2: my God.
1: What do you mean? What the fuck? I'll tell you because I don't want to. I don't want to put anyone. Oh
0: my
2: god! Bit biting the machines.
0: Teaser for the next podcast we have,
2: boys. I, I appreciate I've, you guys I've coming out. What? Tell me. No, I've seen someone bite the uh, the peg deck machine. The pad. Bites it. The pad. Dude, that's doing reverse. That's fly. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: Bro, that's this. Remember the guy the other day,
1: barefoot walking around lift ATX. Dude, barefoot. What nasty. Yeah. Bald. Yeah. I don't know. Short. Very short hair. I don't remember. Probably. Blonde. Yeah, probably. I don't remember
2: that. Was he blonde? That's, it looked like. Buzzed, cut. Yeah.
0: Yeah, He wait, no, he was blonde. He was yeah. a little
1: tall. Yeah. He was my height or maybe Thin. taller. Thin? Yeah. Yeah. Same guy. A <laughs> factory? Yeah. Oh doing this God. on, he was biting the machines, then doing the hip abduction, okay? <laughs> Standing on the machine barefoot, okay? Wait,
0: this guy was doing the hip abduction at fucking Lift ATX that day yeah. after he was hitting some arms.
1: Yes. Yeah. Okay. What? So this is what he was doing. He, was, he had the, the machine completely spread out max. Yeah. Stretch his legs, okay? Then put his hands in the pads, and I, I'm, I'm going to mute my voice because I'm going to shatter decibels here. He was blood-curdling screaming. <laughs> <laughs> okay? For 10 reps. No
0: way. Was he doing that there? I didn't pay attention to him.
1: No, that lifts is so
0: fucking loud. I'm not yeah. sure we'd even hear. it. So he
1: was it. biting the preacher curl. Machine, oh my God, the, the handles.
0: Oh my God,
1: what a uh, loser! What? what a lunatic! So Brian is like, uh, dude, you can't be biting the machines. Yeah, and you're literally yeah. scaring the members. Yeah,
0: Daniel's like made a rule as we as he was there, like yeah. you can't have your you have to have, do you even have to have a rule that says you have to have your shoes on. Like, come on! All right. We're over time. Boys, I appreciate you guys coming on. I love chatting bodybuilding. That was so fucking funny. Until next time, leave us a five-star rating and review. Follow Thomas. You guys all fucking know who Thomas and Ross is. Sauce Boss, out.